0: Oh, fantastic! I'm in beautiful Seattle, Washington, on Ooh. tour, calling you. It's uh, yeah, it's only like well, it's Wednesday. It's only like 5:30 here, and uh, quite
1: the evening uh, in Detroit where you're at. Oh yeah, it's late night. We've got a entirely different mood than when we normally record. So I know we do a lot of these
0: morning morning vibes. So yeah. I like we're getting a little spooky. Not that it's spooky season quite it's yet. It's spooky season. But it, oh, it is. Yeah. It is.
1: It's after the fourth of July. It's spooky season in my book. <laughs> okay. That's uh that's the mic we know and
0: love right there. But um yeah, man, uh things are good. Things are good with me
1: and uh Oh yeah. Yeah, just back on tour. It feels feels really good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going to be seeing you about yeah a week here, actually. So pretty stoked. And
0: yeah, have not seen you, you know, in the flesh, Mike, in uh, fuck years. I know it's been a while. So <laughs> it is crazy. Like, like for the listeners, you know, obviously Mike and I talk every single week uh, and more. But actually, physically seeing each other, it has been since before the show kicked off. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and pre-pandemic. So. We're talking about literally years. So uh yeah. Yeah, I want to say it was twenty nineteen even. I think so. I, I don't even I don't even know, I guess. Actually, no, 2019? maybe the last
1: time was when uh you guys were playing with August Burns Red. No. I can't remember who you guys were playing with, At but I went to war- go see Lonely, Lonely Island m- instead. But I stopped by and said hi, the beforehand. last
0: warped? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The last warp tour maybe. Oh, warp twenty that- five. Yeah,
1: that was probably it. Actually, out in California, that might
0: have been it. And that was twenty eighteen. That's crazy. Anyway,
1: yeah.
0: Well, we. Uh, I'm. Ex- I'm looking forward to it. We'll make sure we. We'll-, we'll make sure we snap a couple picks. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right on, man. Okay. Um, what do you want to hit up first? We've got. I want to hit the music news from last week. You got news? We got news. Okay, got let's news. go. We got some news. I mean, new so- news.
1: Obviously, one of the biggest artists in the world has announced a new album, so we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as it's their first new album after going through a spurt of reimagined records. Uh, But Taylor Swift has announced her new record, "Midnights," and yeah, I'm pretty interested. It's a big deal. It, I'm sure she's got a lot of pent up creativity after uh, kind of recreating all of her old songs. Um. So I'm interested to see how these go.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of an interesting saga with her, right? And mm-hmm. kind of fighting for to get her old music back. And I don't, I don't really know why she feels so entitled to it, but that's an, maybe a different topic. Mm-hmm. But regardless, um, you cannot deny the talent that Taylor Swift has and the machine that is her career. Uh, it has been for a long time. So yeah, this is big news, and for sure. we'll be listening.
1: I don't know if it'll be a number one, but we'll be listening. Oh, for sure. Uh, the other thing, um, Circus Survive, rumored hiatus. Um, pretty interesting what's going on with that whole camp. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Green just recently announced his new project, LS Dunes, with members of Thursday and uh, Coe and Cambria. So that's pretty interesting, but kind of an uh, interesting spot.
0: Yeah, it, it is. And I've been... I've seen some of the rumors, you know, a lot of it's from their kind of leaked uh Patreon news mm-hmm. where the band is basically saying um well if you want to sign up if you still want to sign up for our Patreon you can but there won't be anything new coming at you and and basically yeah, admitting they're transitioning into this point. and they're yeah, and they're transitioning into different parts of their lives. It was quite the read. Um Anthony has denied it on Twitter. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have no inside information. Yeah, I think, I think but he,
1: he's definitely denied the band breaking up. I think this is definitely more of a unannounced hiatus where the band's not done. We're just not going to see anything from them for quite a while.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, um, this new project from Anthony and Co is, is getting quite a bit of hype and rightfully yep. so. I mean, obviously there's a lot of talent with those guys. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, the good news is uh Anthony's out there working, you know, making sure. tunes and putting his voice on things and obviously he's one of the greatest, you know, post-hardcore singers of all time. Yep. Maybe the greatest.
1: Uh and the last thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, uh we got the first announcement for Slam well, of kind of festivals, right, for next year with Slam Dunk 2023. Did you get to see this lineup? Yet? Oh, wow.
0: I did. I actually didn't see Slam Dunk. No. Yeah. Who they got.
1: So, so uh, exclusive reunions from Kids in Glass Houses and the Academy is, which is pretty hyped. I mean, oh, wow. Academy is playing Riot Fest already this year. Uh, but some really cool kind of up and coming bands on here. Uh, you've got the likes of Real Friends and Grayscale, but you've also got Fit for a King, Girlfriends, See You, Space Cowboy, uh, and some bands surprisingly high up like Trash Boat, Malevolence, uh, Holding Absence, Creeper, um, Less Than Jake, Bowling for Soup, Staples. You got Billy Talent on there. Uh, and oh, wow. The two headliners they've announced are The Offspring and Enter Shikari, which is kind of insane from like a U.S. perspective, seeing those two band names next to each other at the top of a bill. But like it makes sense in the U.K. Right. Oh, so, it totally
0: makes sense in the U.K. Yeah. It's super cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean under Shikari in the UK is I think I mean they're still a arena band. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know? Um they're they're probably bigger than the offspring actually. But no, you know, I think what's great is is when you you bring up some of those bands that are maybe a little bit smaller and now they're creeping up the festival mm-hmm. um line lineup and their names are get their names are getting bigger and bigger every year. I think that's really great to see you're just starting to see that that these bands heart their hard work has paid off oh for sure and um you know someone like holding absence who's on tour with us right now i mean just the talent in that band is just insane so i mean they very very deservedly uh so being mm-hmm. uh, being where they are in that lineup
1: yeah for sure i think overall it's a sweet lineup obviously there's more bands to come uh, so be on the lookout for that. I think it's super cool. And kind of speaking of inner Shikari, nice. you had homework from last week. Did you listen to the new inner Shikari and orgasm song? <laughs> I did have homework and I didn't do it. Mike. Damn it, I'm Shane. the
0: worst. I know I have one job, but I'm on tour. It's bad. I'm just going to add it to the
1: new noise prep playlist next week. Yes. So you have to listen to it,
0: put it on, put it on there and I will listen to it. Um, absolutely. I, and I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a chance to see I don't know if I mentioned this on any of the other episodes, but I got a chance to actually see War orgasm live uh for the first time at a festival in in Europe and it's like it's just so cool like i it's hard to describe what they're doing it's like this yeah. kind of new new punk you
1: there's, know um they're single handedly taking the reins and making sure that that genre doesn't die
0: yeah and it's it's really cool how they're doing it and they're doing it with kind of like a cool sort of Positivity mm-hmm. and and an energy that isn't like the you know old school maybe a little bit nihilistic punk. It's kind of in a different vibe, which I really respect. Yeah, it's um, it's
1: very aggressive, but in a very yes. interesting way.
0: Yes, and even though the um, the one member is son of member of the Sex Pistols, uh, the most nihilistic band of all time, you're not getting that. You're no. getting the kind of like kind of positive positive vibes which i really dig from orgasm and obviously with the you know i'll I'll call them the grandfathers now because compared to what orgasm they are but anish shikari just incredible band that never misses oh for sure
1: i'll listen and i put it on the playlist already so you're gonna have to
0: all right let's go
1: you ready to talk about some stuff from last week though absolutely let's get into it cool um let's talk about our number one from last week uh, this new record from Muse. How did it settle on you? Dude, blew me away. Oh, I think it's the best
0: Muse record maybe ever? since That's tough, but I think ever. I it's really good. Um I what really blew me away is just how heavy this record is. Agreed. Like there's a full on breakdown. Mm-hmm. There's in, two. I think it's track 3 like yeah, I mean it is like so pissed off and angry and aggressive mm-hmm. and there's tonal qualities that I've never heard Muse even attempt and they're perfected on this record um you know it's funny cuz I I was we were playing in Los Angeles the other day and the the girl um that you know the runner that goes and gets like our stuff our mm-hmm. rider she was wearing a Muse shirt so I asked her if she'd checked out the new record yet cuz you know it just came out and she said, yeah, it's okay. And I hadn't listened to it yet. And mm-hmm. I don't know if she probably isn't listening to this, but I'm like, she said something like, oh, well, I think I like their singles usually better than their rec- than their records. And I totally think that's a valid point until now.
1: Yeah. Now, <laughs> because this record is so strong. But yeah, the singles were great, but we got a lot of what we love from Muse on the rest of this record. You got some of the like slower, more piano-driven songs that I absolutely love, as well as Possibly my f- new favorite Muse song in You Make Me Feel Like It's Halloween. Yeah. Because that song is just an absolute fucking banger. And it's so cool what they did with all of the effect layering and sample layering, as well as kind of incorporating and taking that like haunted organ sound and making it this absolute like synth rock banger right? Amazing. What a cool song. And the guitar solo in the middle, is just like a minute long for no apparent reason aside from being awesome. Yeah. I'm here for that. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Like it's not a crazy song lyrically, but like this entire record just sets itself up very well and plays off each other and kind of just tells a story of, uh, oppressed people. Right. And yep. wanting to break free and just put power in your own hands. I think it's a really cool record.
0: S- for sure. Sometimes the guitar work in Muse gets a little overshadowed, too. I think just by mm-hmm. their popularity and their songs and the some of the, you know, I don't know, landscapes that they, they present tonally, but like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or sonically. But what a guitar player, too. I mean, really. Like, I mean, just so innovative. I agree. So, really, really, really good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's this record is, is it's going to be pretty hard to shake out of a top 10 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um if, if it's not even if, if it's in in the top five, top three, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, I think this should be on a bunch of people's album of the year list. I think overall it's just a super fun record. Absolutely. What do you want to talk about next? Um, oof. I like the Psy record
0: a lot. I do too. Um, very interesting record. Some some sounds that I don't know if I've ever really heard before. Yeah. <laughs> like combinations of things um, just kind of done in a way I hadn't heard before. It was kind of had me shaking my head and sort of like I listened to the record by myself, but I kind of wished there was someone else to like I agree. talk about the record with at certain moments because I was like, the fuck is that? You know? Yeah. And, and um, But never in a bad way, always in an interesting way, and in a kind of a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the musicianship of this record is like also really... Really, really good and probably won't be talked about enough. So, yeah, I, I really like that one.
1: Yeah, I need to uh, sit down and give it a listen again. Uh, I'm waiting for it to show up on record and then uh, hopefully I've got a couple of good friends that are also kind of music buffs. I want to sit down with one of them and kind of go through it because I definitely think having a buddy to kind of digest all of this will be helpful.
0: Yeah, totally, man. Totally. That's where I was at with it. Um,
1: Becoming the Archetype record. Mm So check that
0: out. Didn't listen to it. Um, gotta be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's great that they've returned, uh, the singles. I was pretty whelmed and I, and I didn't really dive into the full record.
1: Um, but tell the people what you thought. Yeah. I think it's kind of very similar to that halo effect record where what it does, it does extremely well. And it kind of fits into a time and place of metal and metalcore. Uh, where if that record came out 10 years ago, I would have been extremely ecstatic with it. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of scratched an itch for a sound that I haven't heard in a bit. But is it anything crazy or um, over the top? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think it's just a generally good, solid record.
0: Yeah, I could I could definitely see that. Um, anything else?
1: Pianos Become the Teeth. Did you check that out? I did.
0: Um obviously I think I think the talent is there mm-hmm. I think the uh the production was great on this record I think it's hard for me because i'm I remember their first two albums and I remember the aggression they had
1: mm-hmm.
0: that they had and, and a lot of that has just really disappeared and I don't want to say that this record was boring because I think that that is not giving it enough credit but I felt like it's of a certain time for me. It's yeah. of a, it you know, you called it a bath time record. I think it's a little sleepy time record for me. Mm-hmm. And not to say there's people shouldn't make music like that, but I, uh, I found, I don't know if I'm going to listen to it again. Um, it just, I felt like it was a little boring, boring in my, in my opinion.
1: I feel, yeah. Um, when I kind of listened to this, I had the kind of thought and idea very similar to like uh Touché Amour, Amore bands like that where I don't really kind of vibe the songs when I'm listening to the um, to them on the album as much but when I see them in kind of a live environment it just feels a lot different and hits a lot different even though like it is slow and kind of sad boy and stuff like that I think it just those will be good songs live and I think the album's pretty good for what it is
0: yeah, no, I I will not take anything away from the talent that these guys have and and the work they put in to to capture some of the the sounds and 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 put it all together. Mm-hmm. It definitely takes a lot of talent, but you know, I mean, I, I think that there's been other records over the last, you know, well, since we've been doing the show that have kind of scratched that itch for me yep. uh, in a better way and and has have songs that I think are a little more compelling. But that being said, um, I, I don't I don't want people to not give this record a chance. I think, I think if you're looking for something in this genre, in this vein, you should definitely give it a chance.
1: Yep. For sure. Um, and then last up, I just want to talk about three records that I missed last week. Honestly. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes this happens. We have these crazy weeks where I have so many records and things just kind of pass you by. Um, or you find new things that you kind of want to talk about. Uh, the first one is one of those new things. I found this project called black braid. One word. Uh, and their new record black braid one it's a solo project uh indigenous native american black metal oh wow so very very cool kind of um almost like that bloody wood record where it's really really kind of taking their ancestral instruments and bringing them to the forefront of the sound but it is still black metal and i think overall is a really really good record um this just it's the genre coming from an entirely different direction, right? Uh, which is something that you don't often see. And it's, I think that's very cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's super cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the other one. Oh, one of the two. Uh, Tiny Moving Parts. New record. Self-titled. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Did you get a chance to listen to this? This band is incredible. Um, no,
0: I haven't listened to the new record, but they've never missed. Mm-hmm. I think that they're one of the most interesting... Bands in, I don't even know what to call it because they're kind of in their own league. Um, I'll call them shred, emo, I shred guess. Punk. Shred Punk emo. It's, yeah. it's like it's very much, um, if anyone ever listened to American Football or Owen, mm-hmm. it's similar but a little more technical and a little more modern. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think this guitar player is just absolutely on another planet. Oh, he's cracked of, of what he's doing. In in the genre he's doing it in, mm-hmm. it's a really really cool band. And I don't know how I how this one passed me by last week either. Yeah. Um, but it's there. So, yeah, don't sleep on Tiny Moving Parts.
1: Yeah, make sure you check it out. That should have been the number two record last week. I think overall it's an absolutely incredible piece of work. Yes. Um, super super excited about that. And I just I love the album artwork too. Right. Because it's just like a guitar fretboard with like mayo on it, spelling out tiny moving parts and like pieces of a sandwich around it. And I think that that's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, they are cool like that. They are, yeah. they
0: do kind of like, they're not, they don't take themselves super seriously. And I, and I like that about the band too.
1: Yeah. Quick album, only 30 minutes too. Um, mm-hmm. And the other one is we've got kind of a new um, EP album. It's like 25 minutes. So it's like right in that middle ground of, I don't know what the hell to call it. Seven songs uh, from Have Mercy. Which is a really, really cool sad boy band. Uh, this is also self-titled. Yeah. Um. And I really like this. Uh, if you're a fan of bands like Citizen or Elder Brother or stuff like that, um, it's kind of like punk Midwest Emo, right? And it's just fun time. Um, if you haven't heard of Had Proceed, they're just awesome. Yep. Um. I think this EP is great, too. I think it really captures kind of what the band used to do. It's uh, the kind of spoken word, sad sound, but kind of added a new direction to it and really went in more of an instrumental route as well, which I think was something that was lacking from the band. So I'm stoked on this. Yeah, I love I love Half Mer- Have
0: Mercy. I uh, had Brian on the podcast a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Great band. But you know what, Mike? You forgot a few records, and actually I forgot a record too I'd like to add to the pile. Okay. And I sent you this record a few weeks back. You're right. It's from a, from a band called No
1: Trigger. I was Straight. just thinking about that today and pulled it up.
0: Yeah. Awesome record. Uh, this is a punk band from Boston or, or uh, Massachusetts, anyway. Yep. And um, yeah, they, they are, uh, you know, uh, they sound a little bit maybe like Wilhelm Scream, uh, a little that, bit of that's Hot Water Music. The first influence. thing that came to my
1: mind when I was listening to this is like, this is like Wilhelm Scream.
0: Totally. Except this new record, and they've only, this is only their third full length record, and they've been a band for like, Seventeen years, um, so they they don't put out records very often. But this record is interesting. It's kind of a new sound, um, a little more fun, mm-hmm. um, a little more
1: uh, less serious than maybe their previous it, records. It honestly it's, made me think of like a merge between Wilhelm Scream and Pop. Exactly, exactly.
0: They're they're definitely. I could see them being on a Pop tour um this record they they said they said this record uh they just took a bunch of acid and made a record. So, hey, there you go. That was their press release. Okay. Uh it but works. yeah, don't sleep on on this new new no trigger record. I've been listening to it constantly. Oh yeah. Uh it's it's fantastic. Um yeah, did you get a chance to check
1: out the Dangerous Summer record?
0: Oh yeah. It's pretty good. Um it is good. I mean it is. I just I feel like every time they put out a record, I kind of need to take away my preconceived notions of what this band has been before
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i think with their first album back that was challenge for me and for some of the fans but now i'm kind of ready for it yeah and it really this record really gave me what i wanted from from the dangerous summer i think it's like just always there's always something that like every time i listen to this band i I, I, there's, they always put something in my mind I haven't thought about before, mm-hmm. you know, lyrically or conceptually, and, and this record is no exception. So I, yeah, I I, I think this is a great a great album and uh, uh, from from AJ and the boys.
1: Yeah, um, and last one, another one I forgot. Um, new record called "Demons Away" by Drag Me Out. If you're not familiar, this is Dennis Stoff's band. Uh, he was the oh, guy yeah. who did the Black album by uh, Asking Alexandria. Um, so, yeah, basically, if you want to hear what it would be like if Asking Alexandria was still a heavy metalcore band, uh, this is your voice. Um, it sounds great. It's a really fun record. There you go. I, I did not know that was coming out
0: either. So, there we go. Man, wow.
1: Yeah, it, it got delayed because uh, they are a Ukrainian band and they wanted to kind of uh, just take some time until they released it. So.
0: Crazy. Well, yeah, go support that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our shit from last week. Uh, That's a lot. Lots to catch up on, everybody. Sorry about that. But we're going to get into um, this week, which is also a pretty big week, I assume. How many we got, Mike? We got eight that I want to talk about. Another MySpace style top eight. All right. Let's jump in right away.
1: Won't waste any time. Here it is. Number eight. Yeah. First record. uh, Coming in from Mongolia. We've got The Who with their new record, Rumble of Thunder. That's H U, not The Who, the classic rock band. Uh, But this is one of the most unique bands in the kind of alternative and rock scene, uh, making folk rock, stuff like that at the moment, using traditional Mongolian throat singing and instrumentation. I think that this band's absolutely incredible. Um, I saw them on Riot Fest. The last time I went to Riot Fest, they opened up and... Uh, I feel bad for everybody who hadn't been there early enough to catch them because it was probably one of the best sets on Sunday. Um, absolutely incredible band. I love them so much. I'm super stoked for this record, yeah,
0: I, I don't um I didn't know. I've heard of this I've heard of this name before, mm-hmm. and I've seen them on like festivals, and I've seen them on actually like radio charts. yeah, and I'd never actually heard the band. So when I um listened to them, I was a little bit confused. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this really doesn't sound like anything maybe I've ever heard uh, ever. And now that you've told me what it is, I kind of understand. It's super cool. Um, It's really unique. I I mean, I don't know if personally I'm going to sit down and like, you know, and listen to this on my Sunday drive. But I really respect that, that they're doing this and that they're, you know... Uh, you know, going take you know taking things things from their own culture and putting it into modern music and bringing it to you know North America mm-hmm. and showing it to people and and with some success that should really be uh, be uh, commended. So yeah, good for them.
1: Yeah, and typically what they've had that's popped off is uh, they put out their first record, the Greg, uh, in twenty nineteen, and that had some pretty awesome songs on it. Uh, then they came in and they had uh, some kind of larger artists in the scene feature on some of those songs. So like, uh, Jacoby Shaddix got onto Wolf Totem. Uh, Lizzie Hale was on a woman, stuff like that. Um, as well as them doing a cover of sad, but true that absolutely blew up. And this band's just skyrocketing right right now. And for all the right reasons, they're great.
0: I'm sure that's why I heard, I've heard their
1: name and seen their name on the radio. Then there you go. Uh, but yeah. All right. Number seven. Yeah, sure. Number seven, let's go. Uh, number seven, we've got the new self titled record from Young Blood coming in with oh, yeah. a new record. Um, what are your thoughts on these singles? Pretty solid, man. Um, you
0: know, I think Young Blood is really just kind of, I mean, if you've been living under a rock, maybe mm-hmm. you don't know, but this is one of the biggest emerging young artists. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of seeing now with these new singles. This is maybe, like, if you like Machine Gun Kelly like a year or two ago, maybe this is what you should be checking out. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely a different vibe, but in the same way, in kind of like a modern post-punk way, um, or post-pop punk way, I should say, is kind of doing something cool and sort of striking a little bit of a a chord that maybe hadn't been struck um, the same way before, so... Yeah, I'm interested to hear this record all the way through. And the singles are kind of all over the place, but like not really Mm -hmm. in a bad way.
1: Yeah. um, I don't know. I'm interested in this record. I think Youngblood's a super talented artist and he's very in tune uh, with kind of everything that uh, goes on within our scene. And he's very, very talented and makes some great songs. Um, I'm interested because... I don't know. I don't think this record is going to hit as hard for me uh, as his previous releases, specifically kind of some of the older stuff, like 21st Century Liability and his self-titled EP. Um, but I do think I'm still going to enjoy this record a fair amount. I just think it's missing kind of that. What do I even want to say? Like a bite? Like he used to be much more punk. And now this is more on the pop side, which I mean, more power to him. Uh, he's absolutely blown up. Uh, so He's definitely got a cool, unique sound still, um, but just feels less angry. I don't know. I miss that. Well, well, we'll see. I mean, you know, sometimes when
0: you put these songs in context of the record, and you, you know, and, and there's some exactly. things filling in the gaps. Sometimes it changes things, and, and that may happen. But we'll talk about it next week. That's for sure. Because this is a highly anticipated record. I, I'm a little surprised it's down at number seven,
1: but I well, can understand why. Week,
0: but- it's a big week. Yeah. All right, let's move on. How about number six?
1: Number six. I feel like we have talked about this record more than any other record on the list so far. <laughs> I uh, don't know what it is. It's Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying, I and The know. Dead. Um, I'm stoked for this record. I think Megadeth's an awesome band. I think this is the best looking the band uh, has been. Um, maybe I'm doing too much for us and putting too much faith in them and the rest of the album's going to be a turd because of it. Maybe I needed to doubt them maybe. a little bit more, uh, but overall I'm pretty excited for this record. I think we're having well, kind of a resurgence in thrash and classic metal sounds right now, and they're kind of nailing it as well.
0: Well, I will say, man, the first song was a, a first single was an absolute fucking bang. Oh yeah, we'll be
1: back. That song's fucking could, sick.
0: could be the best Megadeth song in the last fifteen to twenty years, maybe oh, yeah. more. Um, the next single with Ice Ice Tea, mm-hmm. very good, a little bit worse. Yeah. And then the third single, I don't want to say it was trash, but it was per- it was very underwhelming. Yeah. Um especially compared to the first two. So, I'm a little worried that the rest of the record might be a little bit fillery. Um however, it is great to have Megadeth back making half decent records again. There's a lot of hype in the metal community with this record. Mm-hmm. I also want to comment on the the title of the record. I think that that's a pretty cool thing for Megadeth to do. To kind of obviously, I mean, maybe it's, maybe some people will say it's a little on the nose, but I think mm-hmm. for what we've been through, um, and and the way that you know Megadeth's always had a bit of social commentary in that way, yeah. I think it's kind of right on right on for what I think I want Dave Mustaine to be singing about. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's go. I, I'm 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 all in on this, and I will be 100% um, listening to this uh, a lot because. You know, when do you when do you have a when do you have a when do you have a chance for like one of your favorite bands when you were ten years old to like come back with a record that could be amazing? You know?
1: Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I know. I'm stoked for it. I think it's gonna be good. Absolutely. All right. Uh, number five. All right. I know this is gonna be one of your favorites this week. Uh, it's the new record narrative from 156 silence
0: yeah great band. Uh,
1: this band sounds amazing um if you haven't heard of them yet they sound a lot like chamber <coughs> uh Vatigan, four in hand stuff like that kind of that like nice sweet spot between hardcore and metalcore uh where they know when it's time to two-step and they know when it's time to have a breakdown um what do you think of these songs yeah they're great um this band is
0: since i heard about this band I've been, they've been popping up a lot on my Spotify. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) I listen to something and then like Spotify wants me to listen to this band more and more. And then I'm reminded of them and I go back and I, and I listen to them again. And, um, yeah, this is, this is just a band that's like, they've got something in their sound that's like a little bit different from everybody else. Mm -hmm. I can't really, I can't really describe it. Very similar to Dying Wish almost. As well, Yeah, there's like a rawness, a rawness to it or a certain just character or anger to it. It's mm-hmm. sort of like as soon as it comes on, I know it's them and I know what it's going to give me. And these singles are fantastic. So, yeah, this this band is really, uh, really interesting. Um, so, yeah, don't sleep on this band.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm super excited. Um, I think this is one of the coolest up-and-coming bands in our scene this year, uh, as well as another on the list this week. Uh, So really excited to see so many kind of... I'm not going to say smaller bands because these guys are blowing up justifiably so right now. But newer bands on the scene really kind of coming in, proving their worth right off the gate. Which, I mean, this is their third album, but, you know, their first major label one.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right.
1: We're moving to number four. Number four. Um, So before Ice Nine Kills started doing the literary and movie thing uh, we had blind guardian and yeah I think that they are honestly just even still on another level of being able to write absolutely amazing music that feels cohesive on a record while taking in kind of a ton of literary works and allowing it to influence their music and their writing style. Um, These singles are absolutely amazing, and this is my favorite power metal band of all time, so I'm very excited for this record. Um, The record's called The God Machine. Um, Super stoked, amazing album artwork. What did you think of the songs?
0: Yeah, fantastic as always. Um, I love that this band just has a way of sort of doing their thing, but also everything they do kind of sounds fresh. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to like describe it, um, they always they always nail it with their their imagery and their concepts like you like you just talked about too I mean there's a reason that like you go to any metal metal festival you're gonna see at least fifty to seventy five blind guardian back patches oh yeah because this band has an absolute army of followers l- such loyal followers and you know I don't know how long this band's even been together I'll uh, admit it and yeah. uh, and they just continue to to really just make great band formed in great 1984 84 wow i would have i would have thought like more like 1994 or so that's wild mm-hmm. okay crazy so yeah good for them for keeping at it and um and yeah like you know obviously they do what they do but yep. they have a great kind of modern take on it sometimes with some of their songs and i i like that as well
1: yeah and just to kind of go over um what the band has said the influences of these songs are um deliver us from evil first tracks about the crucible uh that was the first single that we got um just great damnation the second song is about the king killer chronicle from patrick rothfuss uh which is one of my favorite fantasy series of all times uh it's also what the band the wives of man's fear is based off of um secrets the american gods is obviously neil Gaiman's american gods um, violent wow. shadows is from Brandon Sanderson, who is another amazing fantasy novel writer, uh, his stormlight archives. That's great. Um, life beyond the spheres is just a song about the big bang. Architects of doom is based off Battlestar Galactica. Um, let it be no more is, uh, based on the leftovers. Um, blood of the owls is obviously the witcher. Um, and then destiny is the tale of the ice maiden by Hans Christian Anderson. Uh, just, Absolutely crazy! The different uh, influences this band is able to take, like from Battleship Galactica to like uh, Hans Christian Andersen and the Crucible, yeah. and just literally all over the place, and just make it sound so cohesive and well done. Art influencing art, right here. We love it in 2022.
0: You do, and if you're a nerd, you're love, you're especially going to love it. Yep. Like Mike. Oh, all yeah.
1: right, Blind Guardian at number four. Uh, we're in a top three now. So let's hit it, number three. Okay, number three. Um, super excited for this record because this is another one of those small upcoming bands. Uh, but we've got the new record "Celebrity Therapist" by the Kalis Dow Boys. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You say it like the Dallas Cowboys, but switched around. Um, this band's absolutely buck wild, and I don't. I think they don't know how to use strong song structure in any form, but I absolutely love that. Um. Yes. Because it's so weird. Like you get these portions where there's like just absolute chaotic math core, like mouth breather or frontier. And then you've got these like classic rise or Sumerian sounds from like 2010 where like, am I in an asking Alexander stand up and scream chorus right now? Like what's going on? Um, Yep. Super awesome band though. I love these songs.
0: I talked shit on the name of this band last week Mm -hmm. and and I, I have to take it back because (laughs) then I actually heard the band. I heard the band, and this band is super, super. I'm super excited about this band. Yeah, because I've been waiting for a band to do this—a band to combine. You said Frontier. I would say maybe Dillinger skate Plan. You know, technical metalcore, mm-hmm. but then bringing in elements, super melodic, catchy elements. Yeah, I haven't really heard a band do this yet. At least, at least this well, and this is these these singles are great. Um, everything about them, and and I am really really excited to hear this record. Uh, the band is kind of funny too. I just was I was very intrigued, so I went on their Spotify and looked, and they have a whole bunch of members. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a they have a, a violin player. Yep. Uh, you know, I was like, oh okay, that's interesting. So there's a lot of things about this band that are unique. Obviously, with their name. They're not taking themselves super seriously either. Um, just this is just everything kind of firing on a, all cylinders for me for a heavy project. Um, and yeah, man, this I'm glad this is in your top three because I'm super excited for this too.
1: Yeah, I, I think that their Spotify bio just explains it perfectly. The recklessly free-spirited collective from Atlanta, Georgia, revels in high-strung extremity music that's somehow dense, impenetrable, and chaotic yet confusingly inviting. An undeniable life-affirming glee is palpable as each song deliriously swerves across stylistic lines. Well written. Wow! Fucking great.
0: Very well written. Yeah, yeah. Keep uh, keep
1: that bio writer on the payroll. That's good. Exactly. Um, well, maybe they just do it themselves If they're able to make music like this. I think they can write a Spotify bio. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, The Callous Dow Boys. All right. Uh, Number two. Number two. um, Coming from Troy, Ohio, we've got the new record, The Curse of Existence from Miss May I. I think Miss May I is obviously not going to be reinventing the metalcore wheel on this record, but they have nailed their style and their lane within the genre so well And these singles are such absolute monsters that I couldn't not put them at number two. This band has been a staple in the scene for so damn long and they are so underrated. And I think that they just they do everything so well within with like their lane. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, they've always been kind of interesting cuz they've sort of been this
0: maybe a little too metal for their own good they are. within the kind of metalcore scene. But I love them. Um, and now they've just sort of found their their place, I think. And I tell you Levi sounds about as angry and pissed He's off so as mad. I've ever heard him. Um you can really feel the emotion here. Um and yeah, you know, this this these singles have been very impressive. I'm excited to hear the whole thing. Because, you know, this band has had a couple missteps, you know? Yep. They, um, they um, you know, I think they made a record with Terry Date, which was a, you know, Pantera producer, which kind of a strange choice, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, um, and it fell flat a little bit and it set them back a little bit. But this band has always showed resiliency and their fans have always stuck with them. And I think this is just a great time for them to, to kind of come back and, and solidify their spot, you know, as... Mm-hmm. one
1: of the kind of kings of metalcore in the scene. Yeah. it's their first record in five years. Uh, I absolutely love shadows inside. I'm ex- expecting to really like this record. Cause I think I like these singles more than I like the singles from shadows inside at the time. Um, but yeah, overall just absolutely stoked on this record. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I agree. Uh, yes. Um,
0: Miss may I, They deliver, and they're just such great people. Oh, for sure. They just, Ryan Neff, one of my favorite people of all time. So shout out, Ryan, if you listen to this. Absolutely. All right, well, that's exciting. Miss May I record record at number two. We're going to get into that number one album of the week after this very, very short break. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Was that short enough for you, Mike? Wow, that was a very, very short break. There might not have even been a break, depending on what you're listening to this on, I will say. But um, that's good because we're getting right back into it. Yeah, we are. And we've had a great list so far, but there can only be one
1: number one. So what is it? We've got the new record, Disparity, from Ocean's Eight Alaska. Uh, This is going to be the metalcore album of the year. Let's go. This band don't miss. Chris Turner's the craziest motherfucker in this scene on drums. Jake no- or Jake Noakes is out of the band. Original Jake is back in the band. I forget his last name. So sorry, Jake. Um, there it is. Uh, oh, James Harrison. Sorry. might would be, I thought there were two Jakes. Oh, well, uh, but no, uh, this band is just to add- Two James. I think yeah, James, there might be two James, two James, um, Jake Noakes from them. I don't know. Um, There's one James, two James. Yes. No. Um, Yeah, overall, this band is just absolutely insane. Uh, They combine progressive metal and metalcore just super flawlessly, and everybody in this band is so talented at putting together a record. Um, I almost didn't want to listen to any of these singles uh, because I kind of did myself a disservice on the last record, Hikari, and listened to the singles and kind of really didn't want to check out the record. Uh, and finally got around to it a couple weeks after it had come out and realized what I had missed. Um, because these guys are just masterful composers, and this record's just going to be incredible all the way through. I love this band so much, and I'm so excited they're back.
0: Yeah. Uh, their first album, I believe, in five years. Yep. As well. As well. Um, you know, obviously, there's been the pandemic and everything, but I think all that's going to do is just make this record even stronger. Oh, yeah. The singles are any indication. Yes, uh, as Mike's predicting, this could be the metalcore album of the year. Um, although, you know, we'll see about the Devil Wars Prada. Regardless, um, it'll hold the throne ex- for a week. <laughs> this is exciting uh, anyway. And um, yeah, this band... You know, I always, I, I always feel like they've been around longer than they have been. Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't know what it is. It's kind of like, so I guess there's just sort of instant classics with these these two records they put out. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, but
1: this is going to really, I mean, if people were sleeping on it before, they won't be now. I mean, so Lost Isles came out in 2015. Then before that, you had their first singles um, in 2012 on the end of the DBP. Um, but then they kind of, when did they blow up? Uh, they kind of blew up. Yeah. in like late 2012 when clocks came out, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, super solid band. I love these guys so much. Um, just kind of enigmatic, but super great. And if you haven't checked out Chris Turner's solo record yet, where he just shows how absolutely insane he is on drums and how he actually turns it down for this project. Um, go check that out because it's wild. Hey man, I mean the best drummers,
0: no matter how good they are, they play to the songs. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm glad that he, he let loose on that solo record. Uh, I, I, I almost forgot about that record from from what six months ago. Yeah. Um, Been a crazy year. Yeah, but uh, but this is this is going to be a, something special, and it is great to see this this band and all the talent putting out a record finally after five years so yeah and we'll be talking about
1: that one next week it comes out tomorrow too by um, the way
0: Love. it comes out first, comes out early. first of so september th- so there you go it'll be out thursday so when you, this is out it's definitely out um well they're all out anyway this is it, extra out
1: his album came out on the 24th of june actually so it's only been three months <laughs> oh <laughs> okay time is flying by absolutely
0: crazy All right, uh, well, let's do a quick recap um, of the top eight, and then we'll get into some honorable mentions. For sure. So we'll start with number eight. Got the new record, Rumble of Thunder by The Who. H-U, not The British Legends. All right, and number seven. Got the new record, Youngblood by Youngblood. There you go, and that's Y-U-N-G. Number six. Got the sick, The Dying and the Dead by Megadeth. And that is uh, uh, death,
1: D-E-T-H. No A in Megadeth. Number five. <laughs> We've got narrative by 156 slash silence. There we go. See,
0: we it's working out. Every single band has something weird going on. So there you go. We're, we're ending it That's number 156 slash silence.
1: There you go. Uh, number four. We've got the God Machine by Blind Guardian. That's standard spelling. Number three. <laughs> We've got the new record celebrity therapist by the Callous Dow Boys. Oh, uh, pff, I don't, don't even know how to start C-A-L-L-O-U-S, with that. C A L L O U S Space D A O B O Y S.
0: Yeah. They're just if you type in Callus C A L L O U S, you'll find it, I hope. Yeah. Uh number two.
1: At the new record The Curse of Existence by Miss May I. Easy one there. And the number one album of the week, of course. Disparity by Oceans Eight Alaska. It was never going to be
0: anything else. there you go. That's it. That's eight. Go listen. Um,
1: We're going to talk about a few honorable mentions right now, Mike. Yep. Um, I normally, I've got 22 honorable mentions this week. We're going to go through it quick. Um, I normally don't talk about covers in this segment, Uh, but sometimes you just have to, right? Um, Fit for an autopsy. Covering Lamb of God. Walk with me in hell. It's an absolute banger. Cool. Yeah. You don't get a lot of metal covering metal or no. metal core covering metal core. That's for
0: sure. Yeah. So that is interesting. I wonder what kind of spin they're going to put on that. That's cool. Oh, it's
1: super heavy. It's awesome. Um, Sweet. Next up, classic, Dying Fetus. New song, Excited.
0: Yeah. On tour with Knocked Loose. Oh yeah. It's uh,
1: pretty cool that they took them out. For sure. Yeah. Love Dying Fetus. Um, Within the same vibe, Goat Whore, new single. Awesome. I love it. Um, Band's Absolutely amazing. Um, we got a new song from Cell Dweller. Kind of one of the original electronic core bands. Uh, one Man Project. Super sto- sick. I love this guy. Um, He's got a new love album it. coming out pretty soon. Um, new song from the 1975. Make oh, sure yeah. Check that out. Um, Gorillas have Favorite. a new song featuring Tame Impala and Booty Brown and they've announced their new record. Okay. Check that out. Uh, Boundaries putting out the second single from their upcoming record. Such a heavy band. They are. Uh, the Wonder Years, another single off of their upcoming record, I think comes out in a couple weeks here. They never miss and they keep getting better. For sure. Uh, same could be said for Boston Manor. Uh, another new single this week. Super exciting.
0: Yep. Love the, some of the directions that band has gone in their,
1: you know, relatively short career. Mm-hmm. They've done so much already. It's very exciting. For sure. Uh, new song from Turnover should be exciting. Um, yeah. Awesome band. Uh, and speaking of some young blood, we've got a new song from Tala. Make sure you check that out. This guy's okay. ripped. Uh, got another single from the New Architects record. Pretty divisive. People saying they're butt rock, people saying they're gods. Go decide yourself. Decide yourself, yep. New Architects. Uh, I said it. Before and I'll say it again, it's a week that exists before a new Buried Alive record drops. So you're getting a Buried Alive single. I've stopped All right. I've stopped listening to them. I want some surprises on the record.
0: Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah, we love Buried Alive. That's B E R R I E D Alive. Yep. We love them around here. They are one of the most interesting bands really to come out in the last uh let's just say decade. They're yeah. very, very unique. So yep. we love them here.
1: Uh, I kind of wanted to put this during news, but I kind of want to talk about it during singles too. Uh, new sharp tooth single, some drama surrounding the band with a new vocalist uh, read into that however much you will or won't. Um, just go listen to the music, I guess, if you're into it. Okay. Um, a Marionette, new single, um, super cool, post-hardcore, swancore band with some pop sensibility. Absolutely love those guys. Make sure you check it out. Yeah. Uh, going the opposite side to some absolute classic post-hardcore with Hope Ties Last putting out a new single. Super excited for that. They've got a record coming out. All right. Out. Um, okay. One of the coolest bands that nobody ever talks about being on Sharp Tone, Stepson has a new single coming out. and I'm really excited to see what direction the band's going with this new album cycle. Band Band rules. So I really like good. this band.
0: Um. Yeah, they put out, it was an EP, right? It was an album. Oh it was an album yeah mm-hmm. I remember it was maybe it was short I like that record a lot though so this is yep. exciting to see to see them coming back already
1: I agree uh, new single from Mr. Wives make sure you check that out if, if you're into the kind of like indie pop alternative emo scene whatever the hell that little subgenre is but you know what I mean alright um, Somerset new song they released a lot of singles off this EP but I'm excited because I love the Somerset <laughs>
0: Very excited to have the band back. The band yep. that
1: should have never left,
0: but we have them back. So all is well in the world.
1: Uh Polyphia featuring Sophia Black. Okay. This bands always just top tier. So I'm excited yeah, to see that. Absolutely. Goes. Um I've talked about this band a little bit. Uh ex-members of Lotus Eater have formed a new band called Love Is Noise. They've announced their debut EP. Uh, and they've put out their new song, Movement, featuring Jason Allen Butler from Fever 333, Let Live, uh, Pressure Cracks, yeah. all the fun stuff. It's an absolute banger. This band is just on another level, kind of similar to bands like Sleep Token and Loathe, who are just writing amazing music right now, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. EP of the year, incoming. Uh in unsurprising fashion, we've got a new song from Currents, and it is an absolute banger. This is one of the best metalcore bands in the scene, uh, and they continue to assert themselves as such. No surprise for me. Yeah, isn't that? Can you imagine? Um, what's his name? Chris, Chris Wiseman, right? Um, guitarist mm-hmm. for Currents and Shadow of Intent, having two bands that are both at the forefronts of their respective genres. Insane.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean you know if you got it you
1: got it mm-hmm. you know so good on him yeah, way to sure. go Chris um, and then last but definitely not least um, I don't know if you've heard about this I think the whole world kind of heard about this, this is one of the worst kept secrets in the entire scene at the moment um, <laughs> but it's about 930 right now so in about two and a half hours everybody here on Thursday will probably have seen this we are finally getting new music from Pierce the Veil. oh it's coming okay okay it's coming. All right. Yeah. You have, you actually haven't heard about this.
0: I have not heard about That's this, but I'm be. sure by the time everyone's listening to this, everyone will have heard this. So yeah. we are two and a half hours away. So we'll be talking about this next week, probably, I mean, uh, I'll probably ad nauseum. i probably you about it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, this has been what is the last record? 2016. Mm-hmm. Misadventures. Yep. Which um, you completely know, underrated. Some record. controversy. It's my favorite Pierce the Veil record and not Same it's here. not close. By far my favorite. Yeah. Um yeah, a little bit of controversy, band went away for a long time is back, is doing a huge tour with I Prevail. Um but it's great to see them back. They're one of the most talented bands um in post-hardcore of all time. And uh yeah, it's just great to see them back. So, we'll see what uh we'll see what this
1: sounds like. Yep. Super excited. Can't wait to hear it. I hope it's fast. Got to love it. <laughs> yeah. Um you're gonna have a good show tonight. So I will let you go, bud. Seattle always rocks,
0: and uh yeah, we'll be we'll be talking next week. Everybody, make sure for the full list, as always you follow Mike at Slappy Slam. And if you're tuning into this podcast feed, we got a lot of great episodes coming up, including uh interviews with Stephen Christian of Amberlin. Ooh. Tom from No Trigger and Winston from Parkway Drive, who have a new record next week, I think? Or two weeks? Two weeks away, I think. Um, Their song from last week
1: really surprised me. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think they're finding it. So we talk about that uh, quite a bit in the interview. So lots to check out. Make sure you are are subscribed to this. And uh, as always, Mike, thank you for
1: your expertise. Yeah, for sure, bud. Have a great week.
0: You too. Oh.